Ayy, love, pull up with the vibe, we gon' party like it's 99. I love Cali in the motherfuckin' summertime. Love me a thick hood, bitch, I can get behind. Ass cheeks on my white tee, that's my favorite kind. Hit one time, uh, that's your baby mine. Brand new whip, uh, that's Mercedes, huh? Brand new fit, uh. Going crazy, huh? Late to the party, can't somebody say me something? Second back to 2010 when it was free before 11. It was Rancho, Tecker, it was 89th and Weston. Crack yo, bitch, and we wasn't even texting. Three aims in and I'm in there away message. Play that new diamond, two-stepping. Play that old east side is in this. Two questions, where the fuck is niggas from and what the fuck is niggas banging? But the music too loud, can't even hear what niggas saying. Hey, faded off the jungle juice. I've been running through, finna meet this hottie at this party at the W. Call it from the lobby, tell security we coming through. Me and all my niggas trying to make sure that I'm All right. Were you nasty in the aims back in the day? I've always been an uh, active chatter guy. <laughs> I've always been somebody who puts the who puts the word first. And, oh, okay. Uh, and, uh... What was uh you go ahead and get no Skype no Skype nudes? Nah, I'm old. No, I was uh, I'm not gonna lie with y'all. Aim aim was it. Aim is that's why that's why like um, AOL instant messenger, baby. And that little door used to open like, <laughs> like you know, Yeah, you know like mystical. Yeah, you know <laughs> Boom. You you knew it was a thing. And yeah, that's another that was one of the I know I've said this on here before, but that's just really like I know that there are probably like areas where people have their like old person standoff like they draw their line in the sand and it's like you know the kids they don't appreciate but they really don't because you don't know what it was like <laughs> to let some pixelated nudes have to load up like the way with which like i couldn't imagine i would have lost my like yeah i wonder how like because they talked about like us being desensitized but like instagram like you could legit just the algorithm would just start throwing ass cheeks at you for one if you don't have you know all your parental settings it's just i'm not doing that so it's just like cheeks everywhere. Then you can just go click, and then you can go to Twitter, and it's just titties and 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 booty holes, and pussies. It's everything, and they're just doing all the stuff with them. If you th- if you think a thing, Reddit Reddit is worse. Oh, for sure. Reddit, yeah, Reddit is. But yeah, I think about that as far as like like you know like I remember having to. I done the, I've done the whole you know dialogue about like you guys didn't know what it was like to have to like put your previewed porn together because mm. you could only go to porn sites. But fuck all that. Just interacting with somebody else like they're probably living fucking life. You know, safety first. Revenge porn's fucking weird. So just some consensual shit between you and your crush person. You can FaceTime like you can legitimately fuck a nude picture. These kids probably don't even know what the fuck a nude picture is. Like you could just. Get on a thing. I remember, like, in college when, like, Skype hit, it was fucking revolutionary. Like, you know, like, especially when you're, like, you're at school. You're going to come home. So you start to kind of set the tone for, like, what you, you know, you want to you wanna land that plane. You, you only, you know, you're only home for a certain amount of days for certain, some type, some breaks. You know, Christmas was the huge break. But, like, some of those breaks, you know, if you... If you go somewhere and you are doing like a spring break thing, you got you got like a week. You got to really, you got to set this up properly. You have to plan. You set that shit up with the Skype and shit. Like what you doing? What you start doing the phone calls and shit. And all of a sudden, you know, somebody walking around the house and shit. Like, oh, you set that thing sitting and what you doing? Is that your dorm? And now y'all kind of got a little thing. Yeah, you, you didn't set it up properly. Man, y'all didn't already set the appetizers. Man. These kids probably fucking are degenerates now. Like I was, I mean, I was they can like, put yeah. so much. They got privacy screens on their phone. Like we had to wait loudly to figure out how to be discreet about the shit we was doing. 
Because it's like you said, the picture loading up. It's loading up on the screen, and you got to like. You trying to get some boxy boobies on a Motorola Razor is, <laughs> I would never understand, my nigga. Like Discretion this. was having a sidekick and being able to keep it in your phone. And I, I didn't have one. That's of those. a crazy thing too, because you had like, especially like when it was aim, the phones were like them brick ass Nokia's. So it wasn't no pics. You had to really get the aim shit and hope everybody had good enough dial up <laughs> when that shit was screaming. Yeah. And then the door opened because motherfuckers had schedules and homework. And it's a yeah, everybody didn't have laptops. It's a family community computer. And you, man, y'all don't. You've downloaded all kinds of malware on there. Y'all had, yeah, we, you had to struggle. Cause she, it's not just what you had to, it's what she had to go through. Like she had to really work to send you them fucking boobs. She had to really like attach a grainy little circular screen. She took the webcam. She and took posted it somewhere on and the, try to like. The webcam or them big brick ass fucking cameras. You thought it was lit. That motherfucking, that motherfucking camera was big, both fists. And it was a big brick motherfucker. And then she used to try to still take them with the little fucking. Small ass. Yeah. And then they do this shit where the fucking nipple fall right through the. I don't know who said that shit was cool. I want to see the whole titty. But I appreciate your artistic, you know, integrity. Whatever. And they always had to sneak in the bathroom somewhere. Oh, man. It was nuts. But you appreciate the effort. That's who you ride with. That's That's the thing. Like, you'd be like, man, she really. That's where you tell your boy, like, man, you know. You deserve you. She got. She earned that. That's crazy. Like she really went to work for them to get you them titties. Random. Random. But not so random. <laughs> you know how like for each championship game, there's two sets of of nailia or merchandise that's created for the winner and the loser, and whoever wins gets theirs, and whoever loses the story of like theirs getting shipped <laughs> to like Africa or something, right? Yeah, just walking around the Philippines with Right. <laughs> with eagle shit on sorry. So dude. with our old phones and whatnot, who's in another country walking around with nudes that were stored on an old old phone of ours that somebody refurbished and didn't completely delete? I mean for sure it's out there. Like, you know, you know, assuming you deleted your shit, cool. But especially nowadays, like even nowadays, I just feel like you got to kind of shoot shit out and just know your shit somewhere. Because, like, the, the digital footprint is somewhere. I know it's some stuff of uh, my stuff somewhere. Like, <laughs> I just, you know, it's like I've been in, you know, we've been uh, engaging with one another. We, we talking about the, the brick phones. Nigga, that's fucking, that's high school. That's a long time. That's a long time. And and I'm I'm I've been an equal opportunist for a while. So like we yeah we fucking the unit. You want some stuff? We I want to see some stuff. We horny together. Yeah, you just gotta kind of eat that. That you out there. I'm a little older, so high school our brick phones didn't even have the cameras on them yet. Yeah, I think that's. But I mean, I think you we know. just had brick phones that we was trying to put lights and shit on the antenna to make it seem cool. We had no camera. <laughs> you just. Well, see, and then that means that's another you culture. You got a light-up battery pack? Oh, shit. See, because that's one thing. Like, if you send it to a country that might not be too giving a shit about nudity, then cool. They just see a some titties and ass or whatever the fuck. But if you are uh, are in the space where they might not, you might be helping somebody out. They don't know where the fuck. Like, you know, you think about it that way. Like, these balls might be getting you. You might be having a tough go of it. This is a country in a, in a, in a bind, and you got to worry about a lot of stuff. And you might be like, man, I don't know where in the fuck I would ever see you know, a pair of tits. And you're like, damn, there's some fucking tits in here from fucking O2. 
and not even going to care. Yeah, I'm like, that's nice. Which yeah, could be an issue because they at also point, they don't know that they're looking at minor titties. Oh, well, then, yeah, that's gross. Um, so, yeah, Unbeknownst to them. Yeah. They're just like, oh, and some actually, some of them might know because I'm sure there's people that like, like you said, revenge porn, people that have taken or hacked somebody's phone and took their news and posted it somewhere. It's like, you know that there's got to be a teenager. Like, you know yeah, there's got to be. Hey, you know what? Speaking, like, we got a post on there. On there. Like, you know, that made me think. Like, yeah, you know. Uh, and I, well, I, okay, I appreciate any, any, any traction, any interaction. So this is not me trying to jump on people who are interacting with the pod space. Or anything. I just want to have a conversation with y'all a little bit. Because, like, there's a post, and it was, we posted this shit fucking weeks ago. And it's this other podcast, and, um... I forget what the podcast is called, but it's up there. It's and somebody it's, that ain't talking about nothing. That's the name yeah, of the show. They were they were having a conversation, and I know on the pod the conversation got in the bag of like you know uh, younger people. So the girl on the show is like you know age ain't nothing. Age don't mean nothing because um, my boyfriend is is twenty and I'm twenty seven, and but I met him when he was seventeen, and we cut it, and it's funny and blah blah blah. So. Even her shit aside, because that's kind of wild, and the comments have become what the comments are. Like, you know, that's a groomer, the little uh, Law & Order joke. I made a Law & Order joke. You know, it's funny. But it's some of you niggas in the comments, and I just want y'all to know we can see you. Like, these comments are public domain, and we can actively see you. Like, there's a lot of niggas saying shit. And while in other areas, this statement of, hey, huh? You know what we could do? <laughs> just read the actual comments. <laughs> All right. Because I, I, I'm trying not to like, you know. Cause I mean, you know, there's other shows that they, they, read, do. they read the comments of what they people do. be saying and they process it. So, you know. Because I just, I want to. You a disclaimer. You ain't trying to put nobody on blast for real, for real. But you yeah. do got to talk about it a little bit. Oh, here it is. just turned 20. And he's taught me so much more. And I'm 27. And I met him when he was 20. I met him when he was 17. All right, that's my ad. You know, you go watch it. It's up there. But it's just a couple of these comments. Laugh, 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 laugh. And then it then it got so weird so fast. <laughs> the deeper you get if he the If he packing and putting you to sleep, just say that. Ain't no 20-year-old putting a 27-year-old woman on. That's a little regular. It's a little, it's a little heavy. Got a little... It's got a little heavy, but a lot of R. Kelly memes, <laughs> lots of R. Kelly memes. <laughs> Somebody said Marcus Houston in the comments. That's a lot. <sighs> I don't remember him being in there. Um, Houston, you don't remember his story, his current wife? No, no, no. I remember his story. I just oh. don't remember him being in the comments. I'm not going to lie. Uh, oh, these must be new. I'd have uh, probably been like, hey, let me go ahead and pin that. Y'all, here we go. This is where it starts getting weird. Y'all too involved. I give bro props for getting a real woman that knows what she wants. That's uncomfortable. Um, seventeen, not far from eighteen. Y'all know it ain't no innocent seventeen-year-old. She met him. That don't mean they did anything. That's weird. And seventeen is not that far from eighteen. And that's more of a conversation as to eighteen not really being that grown. Like that. That to me is where that goes. Is that like if you're encroaching upon your 30s like what 18 like the like the to have teen behind your name to me has always been like mm. like i've never thought i've always thought you niggas are weird that were like really hype about specifically 
18 year old hottie sucks dick on like like nah like you can like them, them them titties can adhere to gravity i will watch that porn and be fucking like very very pleased y'all really be like up in arms about that it's weird it's a little it's it's uncomfortable like legally i'm sure but the way that a lot of people were in here like defending like this uh you know, she's 18, and, and, you know, that's not that far. And then there was one in here that was a big thing about the age of consent. I've seen a lot that said the age of consent in certain areas, and I find that to be fucking gross. Because somebody in here said the age of consent is like... It's depending on the state and the area. But I can't... So, three things. One, since you said Marcus Houston... Does his song "My Very First Time" hit a little bit different because of it? It might fucking it might it just might do it. Okay. Two, you remember when we worked at the facility and we took the little training or whatever, and they talked about us. They gave us that chart of consenting ages. Yeah. And we were like, really? Yeah, that shit. That's like like uh, seeing some of the ages that are legally consentable on paper was a bit wild. But I, I Romeo and Juliet shit is also another. And I'm gonna tell you right now, this is not like a. There's no. There's there's not like a gender thing. If my son walks in the house at fucking 17 with a 28 year, I'm not gonna be one of those. Yeah, you got it, son. I'm gonna kick her straight between her titties. Cause what are you doing with my child? <laughs> She's like, are you fucking nuts? Oh, here's one. This was the one, and it's up. It's been up every time I've seen this. I've thought like, oh nah, he wouldn't. There's 121 comments, and I'm and. You know, I think I, 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 I'm a, always a big fan and proud of the growth we've had, but I'm not used to like a hundred something comments under one post on the regular. And this nigga posted this of his own volition, which blew me. <laughs> I feel you. I'm 23. And my girl is 17. And when I say they have been flaming this nigga the fuck up for weeks, this shit was posted six weeks ago. I didn't even know that. It says 6W right by the name. And they have been flaming this month, rightfully so, because there's people in these comments that are defending this age of consention. You know, like, like scientifically speaking, this shit don't even finish fucking getting done until 26. Like, there's a lot of layers where this is just fucking weird to me. And even more so, like, it's not as weird. There's so much weird shit. Because initially when I first, then this first started gaining traction, the thing that bothered me was, like, niggas going, but if a man do it, because I'm like, that's not the conversation. Because that makes you sound like you're not mad at her being a weird groomer. You're mad at the fact that, like, a man would get, condemned for it because you fucking should but this one takes the cake because there are people in here going i'm from and i was like oh hey man we reached people in fucking uh london or whatever country one of these people was in because i was watching one day it was going for it and i was fucking logged in and <laughs> and it was somebody going well where i'm from it's perfectly fine to blah 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 and i was like burn that motherfucker down like what the fuck i just find that shit to be gross and it's been the weirdest shit to watch. And I think that shit is fucking outrageous. And I want y'all to be, I want y'all to kind of be stopped. Uh, more so than just the age part, I think it's a, a mentality attached to it that kind of bothers me more. Hell yeah. Because, like, say 21 and 17, still not the greatest, but. I get it. Y'all ain't too far in age, whatever. One's a legal adult and one isn't. Weird ass niggas pulling up to the high school games after uh, you were freshman and you. Yeah. I'm not not my groove, but I okay, I get it. Y'all not too different in age, but sure. 
above that, I just mentally can't justify. Like, like I said, I think I shared off air. If you're 40 and they're 30, okay, or 40 and they're 28, even then, maybe, because you're two both fully formed adults, and if that's the route you want to go, great. But when it comes to teenage... I don't know. I'll watch the drop box. Y'all 30 year olds not formed. But no. <laughs> we got some people that are late bloomers, and it's okay. <laughs> some of y'all but, 40. I'm sorry. Yeah, some of y'all still ain't got it, but it's okay. <laughs> but... Yeah, just like if there's a teen next to one of the ages and you are supposed to be a, especially a fully formed 26 and above, you're no longer considered an adolescent when it comes to mental capacity and brain function. I can't justify why you would still say that that's okay and it not be because you have some sort of an issue. And I don't, I I think about my personal experiences because I was said, 16 17 year old that had older women hitting on me and i remember granted i was you know your birthday's at the end of the year so i was in college at 17 but still 16 17 i don't look 16 or 17 but i had women with children like oh yeah you can get it for sure trying to see what's up and at the time i had enough wherewithal to be like yeah it's not the where i want to go just for my own discernment Mm -hmm. to cut the conversation short but not a lot of kids have that same discernment to understand like that's probably not the best situation for me to like allow myself to really be vulnerable in that capacity with a with an adult well no yeah you ride that everybody rides that wave of like my son getting ass that's a boy he's supposed to and like look everybody's supposed to be exploring themselves in these adolescent ages and they explore themselves with other adolescents I'm never getting behind the fact of a grown-ass, grown motherfucker coming down and manipulating a child in whatever fucking way. I don't give a fuck if you... There's a lot of shit I thought I fucking liked and wanted to do and was really knew what the fuck I was talking about as a kid. And I just think about that shit in passing now. I was like, yo, nigga, you were fucking outrageously wrong. Like, that shit was dumb as fuck. And it was spoken specific, completely from the fact of you don't have any experience. Like, I know that, and I know there was a lot of people in there, like, using using the exception as a rule is also crazy especially in this fucking regard is like some people been through a lot because you are extreme and by that everybody's example is always one thing because you were extremely wildly traumatized by the age of 17 you're not fucking that doesn't make you grown enough for a motherfucker who's i don't give a fuck how grown this motherfucker is that 29 year old weirdo having the thought process i'm a fuck on this 17 year old. i'm a fuck on this 18 year old is weird to me you're weird as fuck and i don't care Speaking of weirdos in this same ballpark, that was a clip that went around this week of everybody's favorite love guru, Irv Gotti. And and Irv got up here and Irv said some shit about that he thought he thought that love was not it was like love is not a thing that I think I'll be able to like achieve because um I gotta find this too much money. Yeah, he was like, you know, I make too much money. People always want me, you know, for my funds. And it's like, okay, that's a narrative that niggas say, oh, wait, ha, ha, ha. I think I found it. Yeah. For me, 26-year-old Dominican, gorgeous. Let me stop you right here. Let me, let's just, we're going to run this, we're going to run this back. Um, the real one, let's make some noise, <laughs> Yeah, where to, Love where to, to have chance. one with me 100%. Mm. I just don't think it's out there. 
for me. 26-year-old Dominican, gorgeous. Gonna hold it right there. The, she asked him for a big lump sum of money. It was something 20 grand. Here's the thing. 26 years old. While I feel you, we just talked about consenting adult, 26 being age. I just find that to be still in the ballpark of like, like it's officially and legally and by any ways that you could whatever outside of just my moral standing that that's a little groomy and a little weird. Like you're complaining that nobody wants you for money. And 26 is where at best you have a direction for life. Some of y'all are in the amazing, I'm a 26 and I'm working at my favorite job, whatever. But as we all know, in this millennial and gen whatever is the age and whatever generations after that, because I don't even know anymore. I feel like they're going to use numbers and apostrophes. Um, generation blah, blah, blah. like nobody knows where the fuck they're really going by our own fucking conversations and volition so a fucking multi-millionaire who's been a millionaire for a long time going down to grab a 26 year old find sounds no in no way other than i'm looking for somebody who really can't tell me no shit who could just kind of be impressed by my money doesn't really know what you know what you really want in life and that's not just it's not even about like career finances. It's just maturity. I was at 26. I still wanted to blah, blah, blah. And then you get to 30 and you get to 40 or something. And you go, oh, this is important. Oh, this is supposed to be like a mature response and thought about some shit. And I just found that to be weird. And I find niggas who do it weird. Like, it's not, that's not like a, and I don't like it that it's always framed in a, in a, in a way of they want me for my money. They trying to take advantage of me because those women exist, but this is not one of those moments, and that's fucking weird. I mean, on average, because Irv is what fifty something. Got to fucking be Irv was up. Irv was there when Hove was starting to be Hove when he was Hove. It's. I mean, he's he's definitely been an adult for a minute, so he's he's for sure maybe mid late sixties. I mean, mid late fifties, maybe. Yeah, I think he's 60. He's, he's definitely in his 50s. Okay. Even if he's Act, in his 40s, but he's in his 50s, I think. Yeah, actively seeking a 26-year-old. What do you think they want you for? Yeah, like I'm, I'm trying to really... You've been a millionaire and been who you've been or had the notoriety behind your name that you've had for their entire life. They know who you are. 26 years ago. What year is that? Yeah, it's just... That's like 2000 or 1998. Because I'm coming up on 20 years from my high school reunion next year. And that's from graduating, so... Where are we at? We are... We are four days out from me turning 34. Happy birthday to me. Big Virgos in the house. Whole lot of gang shit. Gang, 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 gang. What's the thing? Which one of these? There it is. And... Whoa. Hello. Testing. Oh, shit. Buttons. <laughs> we knowing it on the fly, niggas. Anyways. Um, but even in that, like, I think to myself, like, and I think there's some sexy older motherfuckers out here that are just looking good. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. At 26, especially as like a 26-year-old woman, you said Dominican, she probably sexy, things thanging. And this nigga is not built like The Rock. What else could the fuck she be wanting, my nigga? Like, I, th- I think niggas, like, you know, believe in yourself. Think you were him. I've seen a lot of moments where, I mean, myself, like, you have definitely won off the fact of being him, Hemi Hendrix. But let's be also fucking for real. 
and you niggas be leading with the money. I know you be leading with the fact. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. That whole conversation was, like, fucking baffling to me. And it's also baffling that there are niggas in there. I heard this shit was good. I haven't watched it yet, but I heard Yormin Gund. Yormin? That's the fucking... Sn- Anyways, that's a whole other thing. Um, But, yeah, like, it just is a weird conversation. And, like, as much as I'll have no qualms about what I feel like... Uh, the women ladies do that bother me in the relationship shit. This is one of the like shining examples of you niggas are fucking weird. And I understand some of the shit they be saying. Because why the fuck? Because it's niggas in there like, yeah. Niggas always be in the comments like, you know, that's crazy too because they do be one. Shut the fuck up, bro. I mean, I, this say, is not that. I say they more so weird. I don't want to say 100% just because you're going for somebody significant like you're twice their age. I don't want to say you're weird just for that. But being weird thinking that that's going to be true love and they don't want something from you. Mm -hmm. And that you are even considering it because you think that we're on the same maturity level, which means you think less of yourself, in my opinion. Either that or it's a situation where I've, I've noticed even in our society, we put sex above logic. For sure. Like our sex, sex is a primal need. Granted, I have my variations of understanding when it comes to sex. I think sex is a form of communication, like a conversation. And yes, you can have a conversation with anybody. But at the same time, you're not going to have a full-blown, in-depth conversation with somebody that you don't see as your intellectual equal. Mm -mm. Like you're not a random five-year-old. If you're talking to your child who's a five-year-old and you're trying to have a conversation with them about something and you're teaching them, you're still going to have that conversation to their understanding level. You're not going to mm-hmm. have it the same way you'd have it with an adult. You're not going to go into, say, Cornell West isn't going to have a debate with the baby. They'll have a conversation with him, but it'll be to teach or to inform or to enlighten. No disrespect to the baby to say that he's stupid, but you get what I'm saying. Hey, Cornell might get my vote. Yeah, I fuck what y'all talking about. I'm here for that. Let's burn. Let's fucking knock it all over. And I'm completely okay with that as well, depending on what the situation is. But I say that because if we still look at sex as far as the communication, you're not going to have communication sexually with somebody at the same level that you're at. Mm -hmm. If I'm in my 50s, my mid to late 50s, I'm not approaching a 26-year-old for sex thinking that it's going to be for love. It's going to be because I want some arm candy or because Mm -hmm. I want this or want that. And if that's the agreement that you two have with each other, and that's the understanding that you come into the situation with, fine. But to come in with, like, I'm never going to find true love. I was trying to get at this 26-year-old girl. She what? asked me for $26,000. And I'm being presumptuous. I don't know. But the way it be seeming is like, I niggas be leading with the funds. So, yeah, give me some you, money. You know, because you, you understand, you have understood how to manipulate with money longer than she's been alive. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. And you also, if you're if you in your fifties and you came up during the, the mid late nineties, two thousands, and that's when you was really making your money, that's what we cared about the most at that point in time. Said Every, everything, everything was about flash and material. So to think that you don't still have a little bit of that mindset in you when you approach younger women that have, you know, aside from money, they have a lot of competition that they can choose from. There's other young dudes that's her age or younger that's making a good amount of money like you are just from fucking reviewing shit on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube, right? Like you have YouTubers that are 23 mm-hmm. making eight, nine, ten million a year. 
making a hundred thousand a month or some crazy number like that. So not only do I have to compete with looks, you know, different energy levels, different interests, they have similarities to all these different things and they have money. You can't tell me that you expect a 26 year old, somebody half your age to really want you specifically just for you. Either in my opinion, and I could be wrong, either she got a daddy complex and she wants you to like be somewhat of a man slash father figure for her, or it's a transactional relationship. Now that's not to say that it's impossible to find love in that scenario, but the statistics are I'm not yeah. And I'm not even gonna bust out no like real statistical evidence. I feel like Google is free and like you can find these journals and things like that. But it just make it make sense just logically. Like again, the exception as the rule, I think sometimes is like a nut ass way that we kinda and I'm not saying you need to get on the internet and just judge people like that shit's a little crazy. But if y'all gonna have the conversation, like be fucking for real. Like, if you're going to bring it up, put it in the space for people to talk about it. Like, be fucking for real that you being of a certain age and going for somebody in their 20s is nuts. And a, a good chunk of that shit is for superficial reasons. Like, yeah, Absolutely. you got it, the money, off she like got the young body. Medieval times or, like, stereotypical patriarchy vibes to me. Like, you, this younger woman is given to you because of a dowry. And you expect her to still love you, even though it's a transactional reason that she's in front of you in the first place. And let's be honest, let's be fucking real. I'm not even gonna call it like fucking like love. You want somebody to be, and that's where that's where we gotta find new words. I don't know if uh, this is a kind of a weird year 2024, but like new new words gotta be found because that's how niggas get mixed up where you have these stupid conversations about air quotations my piece. Um, because all that all that turns into is a moment like this where you can pretty much assume that you want somebody who's fun, who doesn't ask anything of you, who doesn't ask you any questions. They're literally there to be like a good dog, and that's weird. I have I have more than enough opinions for, for, on the flip side, but I'm gonna stay on niggas right now because from this perspective, that's what it sounds like. Like you want somebody to want you for more, but it's like you have to set the stage for somebody to be able to appreciate you for more. But also, you got to have somebody who I feel like can understand that. At 26. You got to believe more in yourself. That part. If you don't believe more in yourself, you're going to do exactly what you're doing, which is go for some 26-year-old girl in in your mid-late 50s. Yeah, because to me, that just sounds like you, you went for somebody who is not established. And to me, that sounds like a way to go. You're not established, so that means that you should in. You should listen to me. Like you should not have. You should not. Should let me save you because I'm not good enough to find an equal. Which I'll say in Irv's point or defense in some regard, thinking of it from a mental healthy trauma perspective, Ashanti's not his age, but she's closer in his age. And he's still, yeah, he's still broken up about that. So it's like, man, I can't trust no women my age because they're going to break my heart just like Ashanti did. So I'm going to find some younger girl that's going to appreciate what I have to give her and accept it and love me more. At least that's one perspective of how, like, like you choosing younger women just because you ain't dealt with your trauma from dating within your age group. And processing how, you know, you put more into a relationship that you probably shouldn't have put in in the first place. It definitely sounds like an inability, like, in each situation. Even when they talked about the Ashanti thing, because I was in that interview, too, and he had an issue with Fat Joe taking up for somebody he cares about. Um, he didn't even say nothing. He didn't. Him. He didn't say anything. Like, he was wilding. He just seems like somebody who takes, who seems to probably be able not to have a hard time taking 
Make a responsibility for the situations you put yourself in. Like, if, you know, I I didn't pay that much attention to the Ashanti thing outside of the fact it seemed like, you know, liked her, she didn't like him back whilst he was in the middle of a fucking actual, like, marriage or whatever. Um, and even She's in this situation, like... like they're wild point. <laughs> you, you broken up about your side chick. Cue up side piece, please. Just throw that. <laughs> and even and even that. But even then, like she might not even really be a side piece because by she her, wasn't really fucking with you like that. We work together, my nigga. Like, like, but but also you saying that you can't really find love and you're divorced because you couldn't treat your wife right. Yeah, like <laughs> thinking of Irv God, he's sitting up there. Crying, crying about the shots he just with. Ooh, it's like he thought he was finna leave. He was sitting there at them board meetings, ready to fucking just get get rid of his wife. And thought of shots he was gonna be sitting there waiting to dance with him in the kitchen and this shit. At one of the, she's considered at that time. She is a, a mega star. She is one of the most beautiful women on the planet. She's sliding through. And you, and you think that she's going to give it all away for you. She's sliding through St. Louis on 24s, living her best life, playing softball with the fucking St. Lunatics. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That, that alone should tell you, like, she dated Nelly for a minute and doubled back. Yeah. Actually, I think this is a triple back, ain't it? I feel like they're gonna, you know, pretty. I don't know, and I don't know the ins and outs of that shit, and I don't fucking care. And I just, it, you know, they old, they don't even matter no more. Like, there's plenty of people that they get back with certain old loves and all this other stuff after some time, but and that might be a little, you know, you know, that might be healthy, depending, you know, if y'all, if y'all grow together and come yeah, back or whatever, y'all, y'all split and this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. All that is completely possible, but I, just going being surface level, strictly off of looks. She chose Nelly, who is a peer, who's in her age range, who's in her tax bracket, actually makes made more than her over that amount of time, and it's aesthetically pleasing to most women. And you think that you, Irv, and not even little Irv now, we're talking about chunky Irv. I don't, I don't want to body shame, because, you know, I ain't exactly... You know, I ain't still got my muscles and stuff right now either. But, like, you see what her type is and what she chooses and what she will actually go and dedicate her time to. What made you think? But it does seem like power dynamics. Because at this time when he's talking about the Ashanti thing, he's in the power. He's in the driver's seat. Absolutely. I'm the producer. I'm the CEO. I'm doing all this stuff for you. I'm writing the songs for you. Yeah, you're my artist. It's a lot of, you know, put my thumb on somebody. And then when they don't want to do that, it goes left. I'm I'm heard about it, which is... To a degree, a, a bit of a narcissistic deal. I'm not trying to, you know, it's, you know, you need to officially, you know, assess and diagnose or whatever. But like, when he talking shit, I'd be like, it's in there, it's in there, it's fucking flaring, it's right. flaring up, boy. Like, now that that takes me to a different point that I had in mind in his regard of at least I was sharing off air. Um. The more that I like look through testing materials and all this other stuff mm-hmm. that comes, it's like social media. I've had this thought occur to me a few different times over the year. I just never posted it on Twitter or anything. But like social media is basically just filled with narcissism and histrionic personality disorder. 
That shit is super rampant. All the, like it's basically the basis of Instagram, in my opinion. Everybody's looking for all the attention to be geared towards them so they can turn it into some sort of money. Fake virtual signaling, the whole nine yards. But it's all really just to get the attention on me so I can monetize it, whether it's sexually, which is histrionic, histrionic personality disorder. They're going to look to have the attention put on them at all times, but they do it in a provocative manner. They do it with sexual things or dressing provocatively or whatever the case is. Although we love the anime cosplay girls, I'm pretty sure Mm. a good 75% of them will fit into that category. But just like you see it and you see the personality disorder, and that's for the younger people. That's for the 30 and younger, right? Those are Mm -hmm. the people that are running social media. Instagram is ran by, say, the... 26 27 up to 32 and tiktok is being ran by the 17 to 26 27 mm-hmm. right but all, both of those social medias are rife with histrionic and narcissism and that's the pool you're choosing to pick from thinking that i'm going to find love I'm a rich, older guy, divorced. I'm never going to find love because I'm digging in a pool of histrionic and narcissism as a narcissist and thinking that I'm going to find love. And see, that's me the crazy is the crazy part. And I understand some people like just maybe not, you know, don't recognize what it is they're doing or what it is they're saying. And, you know, yeah, that's how, you know, we stay employed because, you know, you might need somebody to kind of like job security, you know, kind of. But it's just hard to <laughs> hard to think that like. When you just think about it, like if you had any any moment where you like are self reflecting, it's like you. I guess you could have, but like you know, to be a little facetious, like you couldn't have thought that this was a space to find and generate love. That is not what you were trying to do. That is not what you were actively like working to produce. So uh, let me let me let me backtrack. Maybe you were actively like trying, but like if we talk about this out loud, this is not a space for that to grow, or at least it's not a space for the odds to be in your favor in any fucking way. Like just using this example, like, and I think, you know, that could obviously be pushed to anybody else's situation. If it's like the result, how it went about, there's, it's really hard to think that if you were thinking about this, like if you took a step back, just kind of pulled your head out of it and just kind of looked at it, what you say you were trying to go for and how this whole thing panned out, I'll put all the factors together. Really, really hard to think that that, was where this was going to land at. I wanted love as a 50-something-year-old man, multimillionaire, going for just a regular 26-year-old and thought that, oh, yeah, this is going to be, like, a super space for, like, love and understanding. You're doing a lot. Like, it's motherfuckers who have had mutual experiences and ways that they really understand each other that have a hard time making that make sense in a relationship. So, I mean, that's the same to a degree as, at least the same mindset. As I'll say the dudes, even though I mean people in general, but the dudes that frequent the clubs and the strip clubs, and they're like, man, I can't find no decent girl. Ain't no good girls on here. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to the AKAs. (laughs) You know, y'all ratchet theme song, I guess. Whatever. But yes, that type of them. Those are in a certain setting, in a certain environment, and you frequent those environments, and you're like, well, I can't find, insert exact opposite of what that environment provides. One, that you not being reasonable enough to understand that I'm not putting myself in the right places or positions to find the thing that I'm looking for. But two, from an introspective, 
mindset. I'm not looking at me to realize I'm not embodying the thing that I'm saying that I'm looking for. Exactly. Like, that's just not the, and I don't, and I don't mean none of that shit of like, uh, you know, you got to go to the church house to find you a good woman, but I you just. seen that because some of them are the same people. I'm going to say some of them. Man. They be awesome. Anyways. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, the usual, the, like the, the usual is your fucking fault. It's a, it's, it's a real, it's a lot of words thrown out, but it's real simple. Like if we boil this down to. What you did and how you kind of put yourself in that spot. We can we can we can wrap some of it. We can wrap so much of this shit up, but we could just put a good little bow on it and get it the fuck up out of here. Because no man, like not to say yeah, you could go to the function and that's not saying that's not saying that that's impossible. That's not saying that there's a lot of good things that have happened from that interaction. But also, my nigga, you know good and well like who you picked, why'd you pick them? Like you wouldn't look at her and be like, oh man, that's a good. You looked and saw that thing was sitting, and then. That's where y'all got to. Now, if she turns out to be a dope person, cool. I just want y'all to take a little more personal responsibility. Be a little more, you know, put a little more, put a little more stuff in that think tank. Absolutely. Put a little more thinking in that tank. Be a little bit more fluid with how you are allowing yourself to approach people. I mean, for a weird example, yeah, Irv could approach a younger chick strictly for um, contractual agreement purposes. Mm-hmm. And it turns out to be like, no, I actually really enjoy this person. And although there is a significant age difference, like I, I vibe with this person, but I just approached them strictly for a transactional relationship. I, you know, I want something young to play with and have fun with. And she wanted the life and not have to be responsible and accountable to it. I don't and think we I just would. grew to like each other over these last few years. And I would actually seriously date her. And I don't think I would probably say much to, I definitely wouldn't have as much to say about that. Like, I feel like, you know, if motherfuckers was, like, honest about that, they'd be like, all right, well, we don't really got much to talk about. Like, you don't have to, like, you're not bullshitting. Tell the, like, tell the truth. Tell the tell truth. The, tell the truth. Hard tea. Absolutely. There's a lot of them agreements going on in other countries. I mean, yeah. And they honest about it, and some of them is part of their culture. But for here, you know, we'll do the nasty shit and act like it ain't nasty or... <laughs> I, didn't, I had no idea that this was going to happen Now we playing victim and acting like We don't know what the fuck is going on We actually do like just be honest Be honest about your shit Which kind of goes back to your point of like Meeting people in the club Like when you saw her It was sitting And you wanted to holler at it Where she saw you And she just thought He got a nice body Or he looked like he got some money And that's why she gave you the number or exchanged Instagrams with you or whatever the case is. Like, why can't y'all both just be honest? Like, hey, we both find each other physically attractive. Let's let's do a little something, but also allow ourselves to explore knowing each other more. Like, this doesn't have to be the basis of our relationship, but let's be honest that we're okay exploring in this regard and allowing other shit to come into play as we do this. Yeah, you could meet at Fuck and, like, arrive at... Shit, you might arrive down the aisle or whatever, but I just you know be honest about that shit and stop making all these weird shits, you know. And I don't know, man. That's another thing, man. We always throw some mental health in here. Like you, if you took your time to figure out where the fuck your thoughts are birthing from, then you could be a little honest. I thought we was in love, but also I realized that I was like extremely anxious, have a over, have a just hyper ass attachment style. Like it's really really anxious. And uh, I got these weird fucking patterns from my mom and dad. And I realized that I wasn't really in love. I just, you know, didn't want to be lonely. And I was like, really taught that this is how it worked. And so, yeah, that was really fucked up. But now I've kind of adjusted some of those. And now I'm really aware that, like, no, I really fuck with her. Because I don't really have those feelings 
of as I'm whatever, or I was avoiding, or I have like you know just and you should know yourself a little bit, and then that would help like get your life together. You know yourself a little, lot. know yourself a lot, not a little bit. Know yourself a lot. What's some other relationship nonsense? Well, I was gonna say, <laughs> what is what do you think is since we had the conversation of like um, le pedophilia what do you think is a respectable age gap for people to date? For me personally, I uh, I think I also like take this from my dad because like he's somebody who doesn't leave out of like, you know, we used to think that like high school gap was like a billion years. Mm-hmm. Thought that four or five years was a motherfucker. It really isn't. I think that's like, that's really my lane. Like I, I'll hold space for like maybe like, if there was, like, some spectacular fucking moment where somebody is, like, I don't know, man, seven or eight years apart. But I don't really think about that because, like, I, I always end up having that thought, like, um, my sister's eight years, me and my sister are eight years apart. So anytime I see her friends and they're, you know, even new friends that she's met, like, since she's, like, moved and gotten, like, I can always tell in my brain, this is a very attract- this is an attractive young lady. And that's exactly how it sounds in my brain. This is an attractive young lady. And then I would look at somebody who was fucking 31. And I'm like, nasty mother, mother. Like, the inner voice is different. Like, that motherfucker right there is, well, I tell you what. But if you come to me and say 24, 25, I'm going to be real. Like, mm. like, I can see it. I got eyes. But, like, it would just. It would take a lot. Yeah, that's not my first pursuit. Like I've I've had conversations where somebody says that, and I'll be nice, but I'm gonna walk away. I'm gonna go fucking find uh, some pennies to pick up on the floor. It's just not something that like like the situation would have to like I don't know organically unfold. Me and this motherfucker be at the same spot a lot. Maybe it's somebody you work with. Like I could see situations like that happening. Like you just develop something for somebody. Y'all are consenting adults, but if if the conversation is me actively knowing. This stranger is 23 and I'm going to go say something. You not your fucking mind. No, I'm not. Yeah. I can, I can kind of speak to a certain age gap difference. If you guys are in similar environments and you just get to know each other and develop something and you find out about the age along the way and it's like, ah, damn, I didn't even know. I can have a little bit more empathy for that. I say, depending on, you know, say between twenties and thirties, 10, maybe 12 years, depending. Mm-hmm. 30s and 40s, kind of the same. When you get older, maybe not, because 30s and 60, although they're both full-blown adults, 30 and 60 still is like... That's wild to me. Uh, so there, there is a bit of a window, but if, like, say for me, I'll be 37 this year. So, you know, I've had... I've come across some, some early 20s, and I'd be like, damn, I didn't know you was... Well, uh, I mean, well, I fuck with you, but we gonna keep you. We gonna keep you right here. We gonna keep you right here, just cause. And I've, I've dated ten years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And me thirty seven. That's twenty seven. Like you're going into your thirties. That doesn't seem as bad, but that is a large ass gap. And you don't really notice it sometimes, especially in life. You just kind of come across people at certain ages. I but I think of- falling into it as opposed to seeking it out is two totally different things. Yeah. I got a lot of geeky, quirky information in my brain, too. And it just sometimes be messing with me where if I say a reference, I know it's real regular. But you you never watch that show? I feel like a fucking dirtbag. Right. It's like, it's, 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 
I have to, it's a learning process, right? Like I may have to teach you about the first X-Men cartoon and you're trying to teach me about Zumbumafu or some shit. Like I don't fucking know. Or, yeah. What's the what's fuck you mean? Fuck you mean you didn't know about big bad beetle borgs? What the yeah, fuck you talking right, about? Right, right. Like I can understand if you're our age and you don't know about it because you just wasn't into geeky stuff <laughs> or you was watching Mary Kate Nashley movies while I was watching the opposite of that. But if you like, oh yeah, no, those shows were they were in syndication. Who's Robert Townsend? <laughs> Bitch, what? <laughs> what? Well, I got a Robert Townsend story, but I'll, I'll hold that real quick. I watched a show called In Living Color. And oh, who's who's James Carey? He looks a lot like Jim Carey. Yeah, like we can't have a conversation. Like, if I said, like, you never did call him Big LA. Like, you never had that. Like, you never said that. But it was a fucking slap. Like, we fucking, we was fucking with it. But you, who's that? Did they call him Big? No, they didn't. They didn't call him Big oh, LA. Oh, that's the guy from the cop show? He raps? Jesus. <laughs> You didn't even know the secondhand cringe of Hat is like a shark fin and he kept it in the water. You didn't live through the heinousness of hey, of Cool James. I liked Hat is like a shark fin. The song, yeah. Deepest Bluest. The song. Oh, okay. I was like, I was hyped for the song because I watched Absolutely. the movie and I was like, he didn't die. I was like, this motherfucker Absolutely. broke. Absolutely. The song was, was dope. Oh, my hat is like a shark's fin. But also he used that line from an older song of his as well. But all of that, like if I'm not and I don't know, man, like, salute to black fathers, because, like, I actively watched my father be, like, a very in-shape man in his early 60s. I've actively seen him in the gym. I've seen young women go, this the one, and that nigga goes, no. And I'm saying this as, like, me and my father, very close, love that man. He is not in any form of fashion not um, living his life in retirement, <laughs> he, and he is not in any way like enjoying the fruits of his labor. And then he makes sure that them motherfuckers also know what it was like to fucking, uh, you know, go outside when when guy was was popping. Like he actively makes sure that's the thing. I'm not even remotely giving you the time of day if you didn't know what that what that felt like. Like if you didn't if you didn't understand. The dance during the New Jack Swing. I don't care how old you was during the New Jack Swing, but yeah. you gotta know about the New Jack Swing if, and live through it. Yeah, if you wasn't outside when like NWA came out, like he's not fucking with you. And I respect that shit. He's fucking adamant. He's not even. He doesn't even fuck around. Right. But does that sounds like say for him to be a, a ten to fifteen year age gap? So it's like, yeah, I may be in my mid sixties, but forties is where I draw the line. And shit for him, he really keeps it in the latter fifties. He's I don't even know and we're you know, me and me and dog talk quite a bit. I don't know. I'll give it that if he's had a forty, it's so far it's so far a few between. Like he just is very adamant about it. He's like, I'm not even really playing with y'all about that shit. That's weird. Why do you why do you think, simply from speculation, unless he's told you, why do you think he does that? One, it's a daughter thing, but okay. not even just that. Because I know a lot of niggas go like, you know, and I'm not, not knocking this, but not that you needed to have a child to like have some side, sort of like standards about life or whatever. But I know like me and him talk about this a lot in a variety of ways of how your career does affect your personality and your mindset. So my father has worked, uh, did work a lot like for his entire career in corrections. Like he, you know, started out whatever and ended out and at the end was High level suited up administrator, like really, really in charge of a. Actually, like, I'm not even joking. He was in charge of a lot of shit. Like, he 
was he was actually really fucking him. Like, but that affected him. Like working with those individuals and seeing what it looks like. Like when real you're around real predators and what that looks like, and how the shapes and sizes of these motherfuckers reading those cases. And so that affected him. Like he's obviously like you know he's soft with us, but he's a you know gruff hard motherfucker. So what what you do actively affects like who and what you are. Like his personality is still very like. It's way better, but it has very much so been in the space of, you can tell, like, you've been around a lot of motherfuckers that are killed or be killed, and you've had to deal with them. So seeing those people who are, like, manipulators and prayers, like, even if you're not, like, a sexual offender, but, like, niggas who manipulate those who are, say, you see a nigga who's a new booty, and you see a nigga who knows a lot about life, even if it's just life inside, prey on this individual, I do think that is, like, I don't, he has never fucked with that. That is not something that he takes lightly and he don't like that shit weird bully shit none of that shit he's you're a weirdo and you know he'll beat your ass fleece training yeah yeah he's like i'll absolutely beat your ass like just carry that that type of energy yeah so like yes and he's you know obviously worked you know and seeing the niggas who is like not to say you know people should obviously play pay for your crimes but it very much so was like that's an air thing he very much so lived and grew up around that quote unquote like honor bound era of mm-hmm. like you don't touch kids, you don't touch, you know, families or old niggas, like you and me will get to whatever we need to get to on our own time. Like this is just like he's very much so has that ingrained in his like era. So all of that shit is weird to him. So yeah. That's my synopsis. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can understand that. I can understand that. I can see for sure, it justifying him not messing with severely younger women, mm-hmm. especially because Chardon took that. But there's dudes out there that do. And there's dudes out there that's messing with, with women that's the same age as their daughter, or vice versa. Women oh. out there messing with men the same age as their sons. I know a second part, too. He's also very adamant about the life that he's built. And so... Ain't nobody about to take that from Exactly. Me. Like, you need to also have... Stability in your life right. And that just makes more sense That you would have I'm this age It took me However many years To get this stable And this that and the third So on the other end I'm looking for somebody Who I should In this ballpark I should be more I feel like I have more More chances of finding somebody That has that level of security But I'm also In this conversation We talked about earlier off air I feel way more secure in He will hit that eject button Like as soon as I don't like that and, he, and I feel like it makes it's a lot less I'm leaving this person out to dry because, like, you're grown. Like, I feel like there's a bit of you're grown, you could have, whatever. If you're somebody who is figuring it out, then you feel the responsibility of, as a man, like, you know, I want to help and protect and all that other shit. But if I can put in my mind, like, what the fuck? We had to, <laughs> you know, unless you tell me some, like, outrageous end of the world shit, we had the same amount of time on this earth. And dog story is not, like, some easy go about it life like so I feel like with him also he's like oh I can look at you as a liability and I can go ahead and remove myself from the situation as opposed to if you go young you end up in that like that weird fathery thing with your partner and they need you in a way and you get yourself caught up in a weird trick bag potentially Mm -hmm. I think that plays a part as well assets over liabilities (laughs) guns and butter you Dumb motherfucker. Dead ass. And Buddy is Smith and fucking Wesson. Like, <laughs> fucking uh, the U.S. military budget over there. Like, if by that analogy, yeah, for sure. I'm not mad off that. 
But I, I feel like kind of what we shared earlier, like he, you have to have a certain level of value of yourself to even understand that. Mm-hmm. And that a number of different ages for, for black men, especially, we don't have that level of value in ourselves in a healthy way. We might have cockiness as opposed to confidence. Mm-hmm. And I'll say that at least the differences between the two are like cockiness is an ego thing. Where confidence is self-awareness. So a lot of black men lack the self-awareness to really be confident within themselves in a number of different areas, but they're cocky enough to go with the I'm him. Yeah. Whether I feel like I'm him or not, I'm going to tell people I'm him just because it's popular urban colloquialism and I know women want to see that type of vibrato expressed. So that's what I'm going to embody, even though internally I'm struggling with that and accepting that and believing that in a number of different ways. Yeah, that fake it to you make it shit will fuck you up in a lot of ways. Like, And I feel like that's another adage that is not terrible on paper, but depending how you use it and understand it can really be like truly detrimental to you. Cause like fake it to you, make it like, if you might, like, I'll use this. Like I'm not fucking Charlemagne, but I believe in the content we have. I believe that we're growing. I believe that we like, you know, produce like good content, great conversation, so on and so forth. But like faking it as if I'm telling somebody that we were fucking, uh, I don't know, on like, you know, CNN tomorrow is nuts. And then it puts the, that puts pressure on yourself. It also makes you not appreciate the space that you're in. So you end up completely looking at yourself on a consistent basis as less than, as opposed to the journey you've been on and being, you know, to be, you know, super spiritual, like, you know, you're supposed to enjoy the journey, enjoy the thing. And it's like, Oh, I absolutely remember when shit was not as great. And so now I'm here and you can check the progress and so on and so forth. Applying that to one's life If I'm gonna fake it till I make it And I'm actively comparing myself to motherfuckers Who are just in other positions In other spaces For a variety of reasons Some of it do in no consequence to themselves They just were outliers at the right time Like they not working any harder than you Some might even be working less than you You just ain't had your fucking moment But you gonna walk around thinking I'm a fucking dickhead And I have to fucking put on In this regard You gonna fucking hate life not to mention male suicide. It's pretty fucking high. That's part. That's a component. I'm about to say that's that's par for the course. That that kind of brings home what I say. Not to say that you know I'm the knower of all things, but all father. We <laughs> do know that suicide is a big discussion and a big issue in the black community with males of all ages. Teenagers or just adolescents, youth in general, young adults, adults, elderly. Like, black men struggle with suicide. So that means that there is some struggle with confidence, self-worth, all of that. Mm -hmm. And it transitions into our romantic relationships just like it transitions into our relationship with ourselves. So we have a lot of Irv Gotti's out here. You have a lot of guys out there that work work their life to try to live a certain lifestyle to oppress women, only to maintain it in old age to still try and get women that are attracted to that because I don't know who I am outside of that. Yeah. It's not a lot of dudes like your pops that are like, I'm super established. I have been established and I need you to be where I'm at or I'm, I will turn down some pussy in a heartbeat. Like it ain't, it ain't nothing to me to turn down a piece of ass. Yeah. And like, that's why like, that's where just like faking it till you make it is really just like you said, it just puts you in a frame of mind to just fucking really belittle and, and hate yourself 
Like, because you just, you live this fucking fantasy of where the fuck I should be, what I should be doing, how I should be this, and you cut yourself off from being able to be, like, a genuine human being who can be, like, vulnerable. And I think, like, it, it makes you, like, when motherfuckers have conversations now, like, every now and again, outside of some of these pods, uh, you know, they'd be like, you know, being her feminine energy and stop being masculine and uh, whatever the fucking buzzword standards or whatever, any buzzword of the day and not going like, look at the, there's data too. Like there's how we feel, there's spiritual shit. And then there's like statistical data that shows like economically, you know, we are all in these positions. So it's like faking it till you make it is literally a recipe to like fucking implode because the dollars at a certain amount, gas is $5. Gas is literally $5. Like, so like, being fucking honest and for real of like I'm not a piece of shit what I am is just a motherfucker who's living in this society at this time and uh fucking I don't know like the 1920s nuclear family never existed your granny went to work and uh, he got the big piece of chicken not because you know he was a man and she was like his subservient he got the big piece of chicken because when he went to fucking work he was 57 working at the fucking uh factory and it was a 20 year old white boy calling him boy he needed a big piece of chicken so he can have some semblance of fucking like power and I matter. And you fucking care about me because I'm getting fucking whooped outside. We're getting beat the fuck up right. as a unit separately and all that other shit. Like just contextually, you need that shit. The big piece of chicken is validation and support. Essentially, from from the old school adage. But that also made me think of like depression in men. You probably will black men specifically. I don't know nothing about white men. They got their own little struggle, and it ain't my ministry. But boy, I got a when finish. black men. I know we've talked about post-traumatic slave syndrome and like trauma being held in our bodies and our DNA and being passed down. Epigenetics. I like, yeah, I feel like the lack of self-confidence and things of that nature. I feel like that could be a part of that conversation of like lack of self-worth is passed down genetically through black men because of how they were belittled and treated from slavery times for hundreds of years through different generations. And it just not only became part of the culture in some capacity to put these unhealthy pressures and expectations and disregard and lack of nurturing and neglect emotionally and all these other things onto black men, knowingly or unknowingly, but it's also something that just is in our bloodstream and in our mindsets unfortunately and say today it's manifested suicide whereas before it may have manifested suicidal behaviors like gangbanging mm -hmm. like i just don't give a fuck about myself so i'm gonna go out in these streets and do whatever the fuck that's actually like that's true and i don't even think i mean you i think it it is um also an epigenetic thing like a, a trauma passed down but that's just to me literally in the conversations that i had because you know from shit just working and shit living life um, I remember even in school, like niggas being like the first person to go to school and not nobody taking into account, like this person might be fucking up because the pressures of this, you have no idea, you have no blueprint. Right. Like, even though I didn't like watch my parents like study, I always knew college was an option. Like I had the blueprint of people who had gone to this. So like there was a different fear motivating that don't be the first person to fuck up, which is not the healthiest, mm -hmm. but it's still different from somebody who's like, I'm out here by myself and I have nobody, like I've now hit 18 and I don't really know who to talk to about this. Like, even for, like, just some story of you've done it and I can take solace in the fact that, like, you've done this and you always tell me that I can do anything, whatever, whatever. 
Whereas if you're out there by yourself, you're a fucking anomaly and you are literally like on your own with nobody to talk to. And you got to, you know, man up those conversations and what that and how that fucking affects somebody. Because like if you think I, I can never, I can, I can never do this. And then you look at like when you said like the, uh, like the white boy masculinity thing. Like our journeys, I feel like are different. Like masculinity, like I've I've had this conversation before about like how in the toxic masculinity conversation, like the like when you see white boys, right? Online there's always this like uh the Patrick Bateman, the fucking like I know him now, this like Patrick Bateman, they'll use motherfuckers like guts. They'll misuse guts, just throwing that out there. They'll use uh Ryan Gosling when he was in that fucking like um whatever movie all the sigma male shit and like the detriments and issues of being a man and and it usually is like and they use tyler durden all these motherfuckers were fucking crazy like none of these were good representations of men and they're just these depressed represent representatives of like losing male power and privilege and you look at that shit as a black dude and it's like none of this shit relates to me i've never had i've never lost out on that like i've been sitting here trying to figure it out, get my ass whooped from like every angle. But I don't have this like um desire to like reclaim uh this white masculine fucking figure. I've never had it. I don't know what the fuck that looks like. I just would like to, you know, you know, be loved and appreciated and how that was just stunted throughout years. So it just is not a thing. Like it's a I think a more it's a complex issue, but it's also just if motherfuckers said out loud where these issues come from outside of just saying these normal buzzwords, I feel like motherfuckers will probably get somewhere in these conversations. Granted, I think some of y'all know that, you know, content is content. That's cool. That's cool. We're just, yeah. that kind of, to a degree that makes me think about the narcissist comment. It's like, you know, there's a real conversation that needs to be had on your platform, but you care more about the attention. So I'm going to do what gives me attention as opposed to fulfilling what could be a purpose. Or a safe space. Well, I think, yeah, I think the issue also is if you have the conversation for real, you have to, one, like, I'll talk about anything. To it. Yeah, that part. Like, I'll talk about anything. So, like, if you run out of the relationship shit, even though you don't have to, you could talk about that shit forever. But on the flip side, yes, you have to now, if we're opening up the room for everything, you have to now hold accountability for your participation in your own experience. Like, it's fucked up out here. It is Excuse me. It is fucked up out here. It's fucked up out here for what niggas are dealing with, but also you niggas are are actively chasing this individual. This individual who says this shit. Like I and that shit affects your brain. Like I've noticed with me like I clearly I say this a lot. I look through the feed for content, but as soon as I find the the shit that's like here's the thing about niggas, I'll never know what she said cuz I'm going to fucking swipe up on that shit. And I've gotten to the point now of like Every now and again, it'll be like, don't show me this. I do that too much. I won't have nothing to fucking talk about. Well, take that back. But you can you cannot pay attention to it. Like, it's such an intentional act to see it, seethe it, seethe in your fucking body, go in there and make a comment, and then tag uh, fucking Ashley, because I know that bitch be liking this. Like, I'm not doing none of that shit. Like, I make fun of the shit that I be talking about from a very, like, three, four people remove shit. Cause I'm not following these pages and I'm not interacting with some of this content like that. And I think, I don't know, niggas don't pay attention to how much that shit really, really affects you and having no real direction of what it looks like, what masculinity is supposed to look like. So you just be out here fucking depressed 
and I'm not living to uh, this made up ass standard. Again, I just want y'all to know it didn't exist. Like, there's fucking uh, what's that shit? There's articles. I know I posted one. Y'all might not have seen it because I be trying to sneak them in the dumps. That like was a article about how that fucking 1950s fucking the article is normally the last line. <laughs> yeah, I try directly to, in the middle. Yeah, I try to like you know, whew, like you know, but it doesn't exist. Like not the way we think it exists. Like especially and and again, if even in its in its the versions it did exist, it wasn't ever for us. And I feel like motherfuckers got to pay attention to like specific your specific experience in the country in the world. You know, period. Like, there was never not a time where motherfuckers were, like, communal fucking with each other. And I know that comes into, like, the doofy-ass 50-50 conversations, but, like, it's not a thing. Like, the homemaker woman made sense because the work was different. And even those they didn't. Like, y'all know the women on fences. Not fences. Well, fences, too. But the women on fucking, uh, what's that shit you was kind? You was maids. Oh, the maid. Them motherfuckers had husbands. Oh, the help. The help yeah, the, the help. help. All of them wasn't going home by themselves. She was... <laughs> And a full blown family. Yeah, after them, after she wore out them hard bottom shoes, so the fuck did he? Because that's what it was, and that's what it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be like just fucking just struggle porn. No, that's not what I mean. But like, yeah, I don't know. There may not even be no real love in them situations either, because we're too busy handling survival to even understand how to really love each other. It's more so companionship. Like you fucked up out here, I'm fucked up out here, and we agree to support each other through our fucked upness and just stick it out regardless. Because it's either that. Or be alone through all the shit that we going through And I ain't gonna make it Yeah I just feel like you know niggas gotta also You know big up each other but big up yourself Cause like if you just know a little bit about What it is out here You would be like yo I'm a fucking anomaly Like I know a lot of niggas That are fucking you know to me Anomalies like y'all should fucking big up yourselves I thought about that earlier When you kinda mentioned it Cause I, I hear that I'm a, I'm a, you're an anomaly, you're a rare, and I've never, because I've had my own confidence issues most of my life, I still don't see myself as that. I can embrace it sometimes and be like, yeah, I get it on paper. I'm for sure a unicorn, definitely in the field, a unicorn, but even that's kind of slowly going away. But it, I have to redirect people sometimes because it'd be like, as much as it is a struggle for me to accept my rarity or how good I am in comparison to the average, that doesn't make me feel good because it's for somebody that values my people, my culture, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to hear that I am an outlier because most men don't value themselves or accomplish certain things or think the way that I think, right? That mm -hmm. means that we're really struggling in a lot of different areas. And although it's good for me individually, that sucks as a whole. Like, yeah, I may find, you know, people here and there that I can connect with that are also like-minded, but there's also a community of us out there that are really struggling to love themselves and value themselves and want better and want more for themselves in a healthy way and have vulnerable conversation and be able to express the full range of emotions. That's just simple stuff to have a healthy mind. And you mean to tell me that I'm an anomaly and I'm struggling with that. So if I'm struggling with that and I'm an anomaly, I can only imagine the flip side of the coin. Absolutely. And I think that those who are like, you know, not to just, because niggas need to do it amongst themselves, but also on the opposing side, everything the motherfuckers think they need for themselves, you should do for the you could do for the other side. Because I think there are some, like you said, and I've even had that myself. Of like, no nigga, like you should pay attention. Like, look at said things that you do or that you are involved in, and be like, no, you could you know big up yourself a little bit. Like fuck on paper, like you should just big up yourself. Like 
you did this, you're doing this. Um, like, yeah, like if I just run down a list of, if I ran down just the good news gang, like I would put all them niggas in a, in a ballpark of like, fuck on paper, like just in general, if I met you and you were like, uh, if I was a blind, if I was like blind, crippling, crazy, you know, please don't cancel me. That was some shit my grandma used to say. And I just had no, just, I couldn't, I didn't know what you look like. And you just gave the rundown of what everybody's doing in life. Oh, you got this job. Oh, you're doing this. Um, who else? Fucking DJ Punch, birth, shout out to Punch. His birthday was today. Like, you know, DJ extraordinaire. Motherfuckers, um, Dell, DJ, rapping, uh, who else? Fucking KT do clothes. Like, just on paper, if I'm looking at all these motherfuckers' accomplishments, yeah, big up these motherfuckers. Like, they're doing amazing shit. Especially if you add in all the motherfucking barriers that be barriering on niggas. Like, they be fucking doing it. Walls is... Sorry, that's, that was going to sound crazy. Thick I mean, walls. Anyway. Walls is thick. There you go. Is that a good thing? Berlin. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's got it's Berlin walls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's and then they tore the walls down. Everybody's choosing to date women that don't know what the Berlin Wall is. Hell, <laughs> yeah, and that's crazy, yo. That's just man, and I think, and I just think, I think the deal was like three hundred million. I think about that as far as like that's why celebrities like like they blow my mind, but also I feel like even though this is through their like mishaps, should make you feel like you're not as. Off as you fucking think you are You might be in a bad position like financially Or like career wise but you're not A thousand miles off the mark from whatever Because I just think about like if I had a quarter of What you niggas are making in life like I just Wouldn't have these issues like I I like To think to myself like that like I would everybody Would have issues but it's like Why would you do that you have all the Opportunity to do whatever The fuck over here and just Deal with the regular shit of life Like people will die Or like you know You can get sick Or un. But like some of this shit I'm like Oh y'all just choosing To do this shit <clears throat> The mindset just ain't It ain't there And that saddens me sometimes That like the majority of us Don't have a healthy enough mindset To realize When Opportunity favors us You tweeting about your girl being a mom Then she start making posts And she make a fucking music video with us Like you know what the fuck (laughs) And now I don't know I don't know what that man going through He might be fine I feel like he might be just like He makes tweets he's over it I'm about to say from the looks of things right now He's probably better off I don't really know man but also I said this before As 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 adults Motherfuckers, stop. Gotta stop like looking at 20 somethings to be the fucking barometers for fucking uh, that's just bananas or dysfunctional uh, 30 year olds. Yeah, all that shit is nuts. Um, you're looking at a bunch of people that don't have life figured out telling you how to figure out life and you're taking it for face value. Don't have life figured out. You know, it's like, like my favorite don't have life figured out show. Do you watch The Bear? I have not, oh but I said that I wanted to watch it just because it has to do with cooking, and of course I like cooking shit. So, yeah, did you watch? Did you ever watch Shameless? I watched some of that. So you know, it's Lips show. I love that fucking show, man. That ain't got shit to do with shit, but like it is. Like it has, it keeps all of a lot of the fucking like. If you like Shameless, you should watch The Bear. Uh, if you get all that fucking like, um, these motherfuckers struggling through life type shit and figuring it out, it's a good drama. 
I finished that shit in a day. I finished the second season in like one fucking day. I've been logged the fuck in. How many episodes is it? <sighs> Ten, and they range from like you know the usual thirty to fifty minutes or whatever. Okay. And not in a day. I'm lying. I watched like six in a day, and then I finished like the the last three. Okay. But yeah, no, yo, I had a whole thing. Like we didn't talk a lot, but I had a whole thing about that shit because I uh I had watched that and realized like. How emotionally I'm invested in I'm in that show Like it was old lady She fucking uh, There's an older Like character on the show This like Puerto Rican woman And uh, Like I had like a whole like Like I had a Like one of those moments I was like oh shit I'm emotionally invested in this show She's like having a phase in her life Where she like You know everybody thinks They fucking at the very end And she makes a leap in cooking And I was like Nigga I might cry off a fucking show Cause I'm Whoever that lady is man I'm, I should look her up But I'm lazy now But like Good for them. Relationship wise, though, this one made, this one made me think about too. I, I I wrote this down. It was like the main character who's the lip dude. His name was like Carmen in the show, and it was a discussion about. Uh, I'm thinking about like that make this make sense between like madness and depression and how that fucking they tie into relationships and shit. As he's trying to start his business, how when people talk about like. Like how the business and he starts a new relationship and how that was conflicting and like the ways in which to sacrifice one or the other and how that trope is still talked about. But in the show, he kind of does it to himself. But I watched that. I was like, oh, this is a fucking smorgasbord. But I need people to watch it because like in my mind, I like I had like a myriad of thoughts because I was like, it's kind of true, but it's kind of his fault. Like that's one thing like I, that was my thing is like motherfuckers say shit is understanding how much of the shit is your fault because there's nothing that says he does a lot of like abandoning his passion or not abandoning it but he like makes a lot of mistakes because he needs to go and be with the woman but I feel like she also provided like an escape for him but in that escapeness he neglected his fucking like his fucking uh restaurant and then there were certain issues there and I was like that's a real nigga issue and that's an issue that where I feel like niggas should explore more. Like when motherfuckers say, you know, uh, negative shit towards relationships and they're like goals and shit. I'm like, this would be like a good way to like express that, to have that conversation. But y'all should watch The Bear. It's thought provoking. Character development, baby. Good shows have it. I don't really have much else. I feel like we've hit you guys with a lot of stuff today. I feel like there was jokes at the start. Yeah, I mean, we didn't talk about the slurricane. That wasn't a fucking thing, yo. Yeah, hang on. I thought I was done. I'm not done with y'all. Because <laughs> fucking my, like, because. <sighs> okay, let me get. We're talking about age stuff. That made me think of, uh, like, back in my day, like, y'all canceling everything because of a hurricane. Back in my day, we had to. Like, it made me, I, I had old man moments because I remember actively playing pick up basketball outside or in the backyard during El Nino. El Nino? Okay. I can... Damn, I didn't even think about El Nino. Because what I thought about is we both, individuals, went to different states for schools. Mm -hmm. These states that experience weather. Mm -hmm. Like, aggressive, sometimes just changes in weather that seem like they were like actively targeted like they were upstairs in the fucking heaven areas just fucking pushing buttons one day somebody was death note in reality because my, my last what? home football game in college was in a snowstorm 
I remember, you know, for all my uh, grandmas out there, like I had a class in Woodson. And Woodson is like, it's just one, it's one straight walk. So it's like if I, it's like if I had a, had a class at like, I want to say like the Wendy's right here. And then just walking here. Like that's the distance. It's not really far. Between, it was sunny when I walked out. When I say you walk across the street and get to the next street, it exploded with rain. Like my backpack was wet. The contents of my backpack was wet. I was wet in my fucking drawers. Ran into a building. Um, what was that second one? It was like a, because uh, JTS was like a little further down. But I leapt in this motherfucker, waited. It was just like that. Because they always be coming up for us when we're trying to say the stuff. I go in there to try to get cool, try to get like whatever. I'm like, all right, I'm already wet. I might as well make it. When I say that motherfucker stopped immediately when I walked to the curb of my fucking dorm. <laughs> like it would immediately, and I don't mean like sprinkled off. That shit cut as if somebody cut the water off. So I just said all that to say, is it would rain like that often? It would rain like that often in the south <laughs> with terribly lit streets. So I'm thinking that this shit that we went that there people was getting sandbags, we were getting flash flood warnings, get off the road, we might have to evacuate. When I say this bitch, Hillary, this funky hoe sneezed for 36 hours. That's it. A little quick. Uh, Miss B Nasty caused more water than fucking Hillary did. Uh, shout out to B Nasty. <laughs> She's a wonderful human being. And I love her. And she's a veteran too, so I salute you. Yeah, man, she like she's caused far more waterworks. Absolutely, Hillary got Hillary that, got that busy. Rain, you can you can <laughs> storm me anytime. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, yo, Hillary, like Nasty. Hillary, Hillary was a good, just a good rain. Like you fuck around, I was sitting there like, oh, we needed that. Yeah, we, that was what. That's what I left. I didn't leave. Like I mean, that, I'm happy it about it. It literally made me think of like uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Hillary. It's like, oh, this is a boozy bitch that you put a lot of <laughs> emphasis on, only to realize that she don't do shit. Got a little earthquake. Now that was, you yeah. know, that was that was she, she the thing. She ain't, she, ain't gonna, she ain't really do nothing. She just she made it seem like she was that shit, but she come through and it's like. Nah. And I'm like, I guess, yeah, I guess, because I'm like, I'm not opposed to like being in preparation, but the way that. I looked at people because it was like uh, I remember even Dash made a post like people that cleared out on toilet paper like it was just such a the world is coming to an end response and I just was like I didn't know if whether I should be I should make fun of people if I should make fun of the news for like fucking um, like who I don't know just who was reporting this like who made that a thing I didn't know who to fucking I didn't know who to fucking get mad at about this shit well not mad it's not that fucking deep but like Part of me wanted to say on a, on a less joking space or in a less joking way, I think COVID has traumatized a lot of people to where they're catastrophizing everything. We're already living in a super sensitive time where everybody's offended by everything so easily. Everybody's in an uproar about everything on a regular basis. But especially when it comes to safety, mm -hmm. COVID traumatized us as a world so much safety wise that when something that we perceive to be unsafe for us comes into our radar, we freak out. Like there's no middle ground to it. So natural disasters, 
people talking about COVID resurfacing and all that other stuff, it just puts people in a frenzy because you've been traumatized by this thing that you really ain't healed from yet, that you just lose your shit. That also makes me think, and I know, like, you know, this is not accounting for, I guess, every area in these in these spaces. I know there's, you know, just motherfucking ass kickers out here, but you ever watch, like, uh, there was, like, a trend that was going on on one of these little social media platforms, and I think also one of them was, like, had to do with a game, but it's, like, States warring with one another mm. And I was like It's niggas who leave Lamborghinis outside In Florida And be like It's just a fucking hurricane And we got a day array And fucking society collapse For fucking 36 hours <laughs> Not that I'm mad at it But I it also was like I think for me The icing of the cake was like Y'all called off school? Y'all ain't sending the kids to school? And I'm and well, These I'm, kids already soft Shouldn't they ask the goddamn class? Like I don't I let these motherfuckers like I'm. I let these motherfuckers in school. The gym be fucking empty. I want. I'm I mean, so, I get that part. There's just benefits go, to it. All y'all go back to school immediately. <laughs> I want y'all after school programs. I want y'all to play sports. Ah, uh, yeah. I want y'all to have zero period. If there's a before zero period, I want y'all to have family time too. Yeah. <laughs> that way, your parents really ain't got no reason to be in my goddamn room. All of it. Yeah, I want y'all all just you know. This is the time when the childless can really live. <laughs> we can really live. Or we can really give back to our community. Because it's a lot of single moms that need nurturing because, you know, they're going through some things during the school year. It's a dangerous, that's a dangerous bag. It's cool, but it could be, it could be, be a dangerous it bag. It may not be all it's cracked up to be sometimes. I just think y'all don't got responsibilities. <laughs> you don't have them. <laughs> fuck around for too long. You fuck around. You, you don't have them. Are they gonna have you? Either way, you know, you thought it was fun. And now you're in there. You know it's fun? Peace. Peace is fun. We gotta get some parameters on what that is, cause everybody cause that shit. I'm not talking about be his peace, peace. I don't hear that shit. I, just, I don't. And also I'm not liking that. Yeah, don't don't be and Peace don't. is the level peace is what his face has right now. You're in a gunfight yeah. with no shield against somebody that has a shield, and you are charging towards him. And didn't get hit. And didn't get hit, but he you are charging wild. to him, blasting without a care in the world. Yeah, he's wilding. He was living life, though. But it's White-haired characters, man. Yo, I'm, I, <laughs> I, uh, I ran this dude at the gym because I just can't. I, I, th- I feel like I do this like at least once every two months. Is It was dude in the gym. Bro had a fire ass gone tattoo. And we sat there and talked for fucking 30 minutes about anime and tattoos. And it was a conversation about white haired characters because he was like, he had dry. And I was like, bitch, I'm going to get a dry tattoo. And he was like, yeah, shit's dope. And then it was a conversation about fucking uh, the power of white haired characters. And that made me think, who was it? It was a conversation with Dash like a year ago, at least maybe, or at least maybe eight months ago. Um, About like, you know, anime and tattoos and shit. And it was like, as I named off the characters, he was like, so just fucking ass kickers and white hair characters. Like, bitch, you're correct. So I threw Kenpachi in there to mix it up. I mean, that could be part of your project. You can get you like a sleeve or something, whether it's on the forearm or the calf and leg. Oh, no, the animation is going to be a leg thing. I yeah, already, just, yeah, it's, it's, all, yep. it's all white haired characters. It might no, it might be like the list is very white hair. So like I got a couple black hair characters, and I'm just I figure I'll put them either at the top or the bottom. But the whole thing is just, and I'm content with that because them niggas do work. 
Like, I just feel like it's hard to have a fucking anime anything. And granted, you know, whatever your thing is, but, like, whatever you feel about Boruto. But, like, Kakashi is Kakashi. Kakashi did a lot for us. Gojo's doing a lot for the new people. Killer was done a lot of great things for us. I could be here a long time. You know what I mean? Like, those three alone, you could just soak this shit up. It's the only white I trust. Honestly, dead ass. Like, <laughs> white hair anime characters is like, it's it. And they're just such like a, like even even though Trunk shit was like purple, but like when Trunks pulled up, like even though him not being the strongest, like we talk about him, he's got the sword, he got real swole up out of nowhere, like they just gave him a fucking, uh, uh, a transformation that nobody had, doesn't make sense, it's not the best, but it's there. Gohan has a, has had a new transformation. It's a lot of hair. It's also off white. Beastie. A lot of shit's going on. And Piccolo's gold. He is. Did he go from orange to gold? He got a third one. He's he well, should though because y'all been gold because y'all been playing with my nigga for fucking years. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else has these been drastic. Playing with him since the '80s. Yeah, yo. Everybody else had these drastic. Cool, bring him. Come on in because I fuck y'all because I'm telling the truth. I've been playing with my nigga for fucking ever. I raised like, Joe Kid. Yeah. We got Ultra Instinct, Ultra This. I ain't even watched this motherfucking shit in years. And y'all be fucking playing with my boy. Like, yeah. But that's, he's supposed to have a new upgrade that's going to make him on par with Vegeta and Goku. That's so. the fuck he should. He should. He should. He should. You know how many times I've died? I raised your fucking son. And raised your kid. Raised your fucking you son. You niggas are supposed to be stronger than me. Yeah. Yeah, I want, I want what they have. God damn it. I God, I, I'm here. from a people with their own set of Dragon Balls. Y'all gonna stop fucking playing with us, bro. The, 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 the black the black people. The Blackians. The, the Blamekians. I'm about to say, the Namekians are definitely a village of black folks. They look damn. like some, some East African folks or something. She's it's, powerful too, man. She's everybody's lust. I thought about another white hair character. It's a Moroku. Little, little bunny woman. Mm-hmm. You're gonna cosplay her. Oh man, I'm saying they do. Oof. A lot of y'all cosplay her, but if you're gonna cosplay, man. you gotta make sure you cosplay her right. Some of y'all, some have, of y'all though. really. A lot of the gym girlies, they found yeah, they they found they they found their person. Yeah, and yeah. I'm okay with that. They found their person. Of, of all, a lot of the Asian, the black, yeah. some whites, I support the, the the fit fit thick women that are cosplay. I support you. Urahara from fucking Bleach. Yo, that's a lot, yo. The white hair thing is a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. I just... Get you some anime, guys. I'll never not I'll never not die on that hill. No. I mean, Zoro's hair is green. And also, Zoro has a habit for beating up black people. Um, I still love him, though. But it is a... Uh, I thought it wasn't a thing. I thought this, I really thought this last, oh, we're Wayno and the dude is a fucking pterodactyl face and then he lost spoilers, whatever. And then he lost his shit. And I was like, nigga black, bro. Why you, what's this about? What You can't find, you can't d- get your directions out of a one story building, but you know when to punch a nigga in the face. You know when to slice a nigga right the fuck up. Shit, they even made Luffy's most badass form have white hair. Yo, it's a thing. I gotta look into that. What is that about? Is that a, is that a cultural thing? I have no idea. Because even her, like even this character, she she's both she's, of them got white hair. Yep. Um, I haven't even really watched your like it's on my like to watch list. But yeah, 
damn. I'm thinking, you know. I'm sure there's some sort of deep philosophy behind it. They're not just drawing characters. There, there is a template and philosophy behind anime. Griffith's terrible. Very, very, very bad person. One of the worst people ever to ever be a person animated. But he had white hair. And he's strong. He's, he's such a piece of shit. I would say they're menaces more than anything. Like Whether they're good or bad, they're still menaces. And they're insanely strong. I saw. I'm, I'm, I'm bouncing around, but this is another reason why. Like, I got to draw my fucking thing in the sand with some of these kids, because I saw somebody up there, right? And I watched Tokyo Ghoul. Also, a nigga that developed white hair, and he went through a lot. He got really, really fucked up in his transformation. But it was a nigga up there. It was some viral clip, and the kid was just too flippant about how he was like. He just threw away what guts went through, and I'm not having it. He just was like, we could just be talking about Guts has the worst thing. But what about uh, Tokyo Ghoul, nigga? I'm like, yo, <laughs> shut the fuck up, kid. <laughs> I, I felt that so much in my heart. I was like, yo, shut your ass up, my nigga. Like, you want to add him? I got to find him. Okay. But I don't think they added the kid. I think they just, whatever the oh, page Somebody is. else reposted it? Yeah, but it's it was gonna just. going to find you, kid. Yeah, it was one of those things that. It's going to fuck you up. I'm not going to lie, don't add us. Like, I know we talked about doing this, haven't done it yet. But it was one of those, like, you know, you go to a con, you know, what do y'all think about this? And uh, it was like, what's your worst, anim- what's your, like, you know, hot take, anime take? And he just was like, fuck guts. And I was like, hey, yo, nigga, what the fuck? Like, he's not the worst one. He's he called him a cuck, too. I was like, man, yo, Costco went through a lot of shit. Like, it was, and if you haven't, I know everybody that listens is not, like, an anime fan. Just take my word for it, like. Berserk is the what we're talking about, and it is the first by, one. It is by far the first one. If yeah, whether you watch it or whether you read the manga, if you're into, it is by far some of those heinous. It's a good story. On the back end, you get a lot of deep, you know, like um, trauma. You get a lot of deep trauma, but you get a lot of um, I forget the term for it because it's like seining. It's that one, Vinland Saga, and they put Vagabond in there as like the big three. Like you get a lot of deep. Stories and uh, whatever the theme is, like you know, like you go through Vinland Saga and he's like, Murder everybody, you guys kill my dad, and then he grows into a better person. He's like, I have no enemies, I'm all about peace. Like, guts is like, Murder the world, I'm so fucked up by my trauma. Then, as he progresses, he gets to a space of like gaining new friends, getting you know, I want to protect the ones I love because I thought I was in love, you know, you get you know, you kind of but to get <laughs> to get there. And pretty much all the way through, it's it's a fucking lot. And for somebody who didn't know what the fuck I was looking at, if you don't know it's coming, fuck. Character development. It's good, though. But boy, did that fool shit. Like, they'd be like, you know, what's the anime world you never want to live? That one off fucking top. I want to be a fucking onlooker at best. That shit fucked me up so bad. When I see motherfuckers like, oh my god, I saw this one uh, anime creator chick, and she had like she had it like tattooed in there, and I was like, that motherfucker dangerous. I don't even want that shit tattooed on me. That shit was she got the curse mark. I was like, that bitch, it was dangerous. Everybody, it's a lot of people with the, with the curse mark, but I'm just like, yeah, y'all got it because the curse mark get busy. Like it's not fun. Yeah, like I mean, whatever that nigga Sasuke went through, fuck that. That curse mark is a motherfucker. The way I like to go to bed at night too. Fuck no, can't even. Whole night fucked up. Nonverbal communication. You've been through some things, haven't you? Man, look, I fuck with like I'll take. Here's the thing: is how much pussy I am. I will take a guts tattoo of him looking like he's gonna fuck the world up. I think that shit's dope. 
I don't want the curse mark nowhere on my body. Oh, in the event this like I watch too much geek shit where somebody you know takes some fucking shit and now uh fucking shit that's on paper becomes true. Like the day that shit go and like somebody somewhere the hero doesn't win the day and we got to be out here dealing with the ramifications of them because they let Emotep loose. Fuck y'all! I'm not gonna have me fucked up. I'm gonna survive until y'all figure it back out. I'm. I think I'm. I think I'm tough. I was talking to my sister about that. Like, would you survive like a fucking apocalypse thing? I'm like, I think I'm tough for like the first wave, but the way Rick and them was out there for like years, this ain't fun no more. Like first wave, I'm a badass kicking monsters' asses, and then we fix it. And the world goes back to how it was. Cool. The ones were, oh y'all, we just like this. We have Hell to rebuild no. from here. Hell no. Everybody would have died if I was Will Smith in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, what? It's a butterfly. Yeah, you know, I'm out here just in a charger with my dog. Hell no. That's it? Nah. Indefinitely. Yeah, that's crazy. And so is he. And they don't watch their ass. That's another thing that be coming about the zombie apocalypse films and shit. They just be out here and then they find love and be busting slime. When did y'all brush your teeth? That, like, that pussy been tart for three months. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This nigga balls been ballsing. For fucking I mean, ninety days, menstruation and all of that, all of that shit. Your fucking butt cheeks caked up, my boy. Who, who, what you wiping with? Just shirts, just doodle shirts all throughout cities. Yeah, because I mean, zombie apocalypse, and we've been living this way post-apocalyptic for four or five years. Ain't no factories has been creating toilet paper and nothing. Like, nah. and the world supply of tampons and toilet paper and all that stuff has gone away. So, what's that shit? Um, what are we using now? Yeah, yo, shit. Joel and Ellie was just funky in that goddamn truck. <laughs> but you become nose blind at some point if you grow. It's like yeah, that's during true. the medieval times they was throwing shit out the window into Boy, the streets. That's always some shit. When I watch them shows, I'm like, yo, that's nasty. Because they just be up there just fucking like you know. I think that's irresponsible. That's another thing I thought about. This is this is for this is my homies in the gay community. Is that do y'all find them shows to be irresponsible the way that them niggas just be dropping trout and just butt fucking anywhere? Like when y'all watch, like, you know, when it's like game, whatever's on HBO, HBO gonna give you some butt sex. And like, but I just always find them like nobody, they just never talk about prep on these shows. It just, these niggas be in love and then boom, they start fucking and nobody got no problems with it. Like nobody ever like y'all don't y'all ever watch some shows and be like it don't be like that. Have well, you maybe, ever had to explain? Maybe you do. Maybe they just okay with scat. That's wild. No kink shaming. I mean, no. Nah, like if that's what you're into, you know what I'm saying. But like, I just feel like it sets a really terrible precedent for booty hole for everybody. Booty hole. It does, it does teach. Because what if you up there? You know, you like the show and you like yeah. Because I hear a lot have to prep. Yes, we do. Yeah, I just have heard a lot of people talk about their horror stories. Like, you know. Women ladies be like, you know, niggas just be like, granted, these be conversations that motherfuckers have, like, you know, I had this experience when I was like 18. And while nah. it's dumb, like, you know, you're in your dumber phases, but like, it just, a butthole don't work like that. And I just always watch some shows, but like, nobody ever sits here and goes, yeah. hey man, like, they don't want to like prep the butt. Yeah. Like, well, like, speaking of shameless, Ian and Mickey had, you know, wild love story. One of the, you know, Better fact, fabric parts of the show. Them niggas would just be butt fucking everywhere. And you watch that. I'm like, do these niggas just walk out the house and prep just in case I want to get to fucking I in mean, the alley? You might. That might be part of it. Do you have some people that are really cleanly? 
So, yeah, they might be prepping on a daily basis, watching what they eat. But do sure. you, like, you just lube up walking out the house, too? Because you never, because with them, nigga, you never know. We out and about. We rob somebody, pistol with the motherfucker. Time to fuck. <laughs> Better be ready. I don't know. I'm just saying. That's how this shit be looking on TV. Felice Johnson doing interviews, so I guess somebody could ask him. <laughs> I'm not going to ask him, though. You don't want him to come sit down and... <sighs> No, I think he would be tamed. No, nah, he you, would. No, nah, it would be. It would be. It would be a funny, fun conversation. I don't know. If I want a motherfucker like here. We can go to like a neutral spot. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't want fucking come to where people like you know be at like regularly. Like it's a neutral, <laughs> a neutral area where if you go back, I'm not finna be there. It's well lit and highly populated. Yeah, cause yeah, that's it. Cause I just. The way he tell it, the way his stories is, I feel like you know I'm 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 good in the fisticuffs. It just is a level of of crazy. I'm you know I'm a regular nigga. Like you know I haven't I haven't experienced those levels of trauma. Where a nigga like yeah, when you when you have when you've bit people to the point that they refuse to give you teeth, I just feel like that's not a nigga you need to fuck with. I bit a motherfucker, and after I figured out what it was. I just was biting motherfuckers ever since to the point where the prison said, if you bite another motherfucker, we are going to take these teeth. And then you proceed to bite another motherfucker and they take your teeth. You different. You different, bro. That's it. That's a, that's a whole nother trauma conversation. Uh, I mean, we had it. I'll go back and listen. Cause I had to, I mean, I had the conversation about fleece where it was like, you know, Real shit Yeah And so uh, You know As of now I would just You know I'm gonna leave it where it's at um, I don't really got nothing for y'all I got some more mashup shit For uh, For Beeve and, and Felix I don't know if it's Beeve That hates the mashup But Felix acts Felix Felix is actively talked about Not uh, Not enjoying Really? I mean just too much It's more of a club thing When you be in the club and then they just uh, You want to hear the song So I, I resonated with that I get that part But I can see him liking it Outside of that Yeah But I do want to have I, I would have a mashup party Why the fuck have we not done a show Hey Where the fuck is the We don't make the rules Just to However we make it That's gotta happen I yeah, feel like that's Crossover just, collab Man I just feel like That's the uh, shit that'll It's violence I feel like we'll have A good conversation But I do feel like It's just chaos incarnate I'm putting that in the universe This is gonna be clipped Cause That's after this I, After this is in the universe hands I might Bros and bros and training It's Bros and such Bros <laughs> and such Bros and such Bros and such Yep It's uh That's it motherfuckers <laughs> You know That's it Go ahead and uh Do with that what you will this sounds good, Felix. You gotta let it ride. Not that part though. I don't Seracil don't that make me do shit because I don't use it. But everything else, don't do drugs, kids. Thanks for listening. We'll see y'all next time, and uh, you know, prep for butt stuff. And tell the nigga he's doing amazing. I don't care if it's a stranger. Tell him he's doing a good job. Firm black man, please. Bye. Here's my page and number one